Hey everyone, welcome to Divinely Modern, the podcast, a platform and community that provides encouragement, research, and dialogue for people who are deconstructing their faith and asking the question, now what? Where can I go from here? This platform offers support and conversations for dismantling abusive theology while rebuilding the faith based on love and grace. I am your host, Haley the Scientist, an atmospheric physics researcher, a deconstructing Christian, and someone who loves God and loves caring for God's creation. So join me in discovering what it means to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with God. This is going to be an interesting episode today. We are talking about a song that the Christian music artist Matthew West recently wrote called Modest is Hottest. For anyone who has not been following up on the story, on Father's Day this year, Matthew West released a song and a music video called Modest is Hottest, where he jokingly teaches his daughters the proper way to dress as a Christian woman. And in the music video, he's covering them up with blankets. He's got a piece of paper where he crosses out yoga pants and crop tops and instead circles mom jeans and slacks. And it's all intended to be in jest and obviously using extremes, but the bad messages are still there. On TikTok and on Instagram, people have been responding to this song and calling out the harmful lyrics. And ironically, just after our conversation for this episode with Blair from Talk Purity to Me, Matthew West took down the music video on YouTube. I know it was after it because I actually had the video open during our conversation so I could reference it at any time. But then that night, the video was gone. That same night, only four days after posting his original video, he posted on Instagram these words. I'm blessed to be the father of two amazing daughters. I wrote a song poking fun at myself for being an overprotective dad and my family thought it was funny. The song was created as satire and I realized that some people did not receive it as it was intended. I've taken the feedback to heart The last thing I want is to distract from the real reason why I make music, to spread a message of hope and love to the world. Proud hashtag girl dad. I'm sure it has been a crazy week for Matthew West, and he did say in his post that he's taken the feedback to heart. However, many people have observed that he says some people did not receive it as it was intended, as though saying, I'm not sorry for what I did, you just misunderstood it and you're the party pooper is how a lot of people are seeing it. So again, the backlash continues. And I want to say before we go into this episode and really dive deep into what the exact lyrics are and why they are harmful, I do want to give what I consider to be a pretty obvious disclaimer, but still a necessary one to say, I know that Matthew West is not a bad person. 
A lot of people have been coming in defense to him, saying he's a good man and a good Christian, and we're just being too sensitive. And I just want to make it very clear. I don't think he's a bad person. I don't think he's a bad father. I don't think that he intentionally meant to harm anyone or hurt anyone. And I acknowledge that. This is not about whether he is a good father, okay? And it's hardly even about him alone, him as one person. This is more about the entire culture that the church has created. We as a society and we as a church have witnessed and experienced the Me Too movement and the Church Too movement and heard people call out the dangerous and harmful ideas of purity culture, blaming women for men's sexual misconduct. The reason people are calling out Matthew West's song is because it's time for the church to hear our voices. It's time that Christians, particularly the evangelical Christians who are backing up people like Matthew West, it's time for them to listen to the voices of women who have been hurt by the things taught from the pulpit and the things joked about in songs. Matthew West is just one person who is a part of this bigger culture and bigger system. He alone is not to blame for it. He is simply a part of it. And we are asking him to acknowledge how he is contributing to purity culture and the shame and fear-based mentality presented to many Christian girls with respect to their body and sexuality. The idea of telling a girl to cover up her body so that men don't lust after her is putting the responsibility on her to protect men from sexual thoughts. It is putting the responsibility on her to protect men from sinning, and that is a responsibility that should never, ever be on the woman. It also takes agency away from Christian men, telling them that they're not in control of their thoughts. They just can't help but lust after a 13-year-old girl wearing yoga pants. That is just in their innate nature. They can't help it. They can't change it. Well, that's dangerous too. It gets really complicated really fast. And that's why people are responding to the song, Modest is Hottest. For me personally, I grew up a huge fan of Matthew West. I loved all of his songs. I loved his music. And I think that's partially also why this song hit me so hard. It wasn't just the dangerous ideas he was presenting. This was someone I grew up admiring and respecting, seeing as as a role model for Christians. I still think he is a wonderful man. I still think he is a great artist. Again, this is not meant to bash Matthew West. It is meant to instead educate him and other Christians about the dangerous ideas that they might be accidentally presenting and supporting. I don't think that Matthew West knows that his lyrics are a part of a purity culture that creates shame and fear and a disconnect from one's own body. I think that a lot of Christians need to realize that you can be a good person and accidentally hurt somebody. You can be a good Christian, but be a part of a system that does harm. And that doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes you a part of a system that does harm. So while Matthew West might not have had the intent to hurt anyone or the intent to contribute to the purity culture 
and the shame and the fear and <laughs> everything wrong with purity culture. I don't think that he meant that. But at the end of the day, intentions matter, but only to a point. So yes, I acknowledge the intentions behind Matthew West's song that he just wanted to make a lighthearted joke that other Christian dads would relate to and find funny. I get that. But the messages in his song went beyond his intentions and the results were negative and he needs to take responsibility for that. And I, as a Christian, believe that it is very biblical for me and many of the other women speaking out to call out the harmful messages in Matthew West's song. Not only does it hurt women and contribute to the rape culture and silenced abuse and body shaming, slut shaming, etc. of purity culture, but it also ultimately damages the Christian testimony. Because if a non-Christian sees Christians talking like this and acting like this, even if in jest, what do you think the non-Christian is going to think? They're going to think that Christians are patriarchal (laughs) and silencing women and telling women to cover up their bodies so that men do not lust after them. That's what they're going to think because that's what we give them. At the end of the day, the song doesn't help anybody and it's not funny. With all of those disclaimers and introductions done, now we can dive deeper into the song and the exact lyrics with Blair from Talk Purity to Me. Her entire platform is dedicated to breaking down purity culture and creating a safe and healthy environment for people to talk about what they experienced and how it might still affect them today. Hey everyone, I am so excited for this conversation with Blair from Talk Purity to Me as we dissect the very disturbing recent song, Modest is Hottest by Matthew West. So Blair, say hi to everybody. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining me. I would love if you could introduce yourself and your platform. I'm sure many of the people listening already know you, but just for fun, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, my name is Blair. um, And and yeah, I run the account Talk Purity to Me, all about purity culture um, and just recovering from it and, you know, growing beyond all the harm that many of us experienced in purity culture. And um, yeah, that's pretty much pretty much my little spiel. I grew up in you know Southern Baptist churches and everything like that. So I yeah, I feel like my experience in that way is probably pretty similar to a lot of people's. And for all the listeners who cannot see this, I I, I love Blair has this background wallpaper behind her that is just peaches and and eggplants, and it's just. It's marvelous. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my like um, backgrounds for my posts. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is is this like motif? And I just like blew it up bigger. And yeah, I love it. it. For this. <laughs> and I've seen it on your on your merchandise page. I've seen it on like the, yep. the cover photo. Mm-hmm. I've definitely stocked you a bit, so I definitely have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, what led you to starting your page, Talk Purity, to me? 
Yeah. Um, I, it was October, 2019. I sort of just started realizing all the ways that parody culture was affecting me still, you know, as an adult in my late twenties and just coming to terms with all the ways it was still affecting my life. And I started talking to other people, you know, we're in the same boat and that's just kind of where the page started is I, I was like, well, we need some, some way to talk about this. It really just started as like trying to be like a forum for people to talk about purity culture in a, in a place that was, you know, their, maybe their family couldn't see, or that, you know, their conservative friends couldn't see just like more of a, a safer place to sort of dissect these parts of the, their religion that were, you know, traumatic or harmful for them. And then it's just kind of, kind of grown into what it is now. Yeah. And it's definitely needed because it's very tragically relatable. Um, that whole trying to figure out how purity culture has affected us, maybe in, even in ways that we wouldn't initially expect. Yeah. So mm-hmm. very important topics for sure. Just for fun, though, I'd love to know, what do you do outside of dismantling purity culture? Just, just a fun thing. <laughs> um, I love hanging out with my dogs. I love watching horror movies and, like, just being outside. It's, you know, getting to be nice summer weather here. So just hanging out with family. So, yeah. Uh, what kind of dogs do you have? We have a great Dane. And we also have a little like lab mix who's really cute and funny and yeah uh I have a golden doodle and she is like my life so yes yeah <laughs> love it <laughs> all right so we are here to talk about this song so let's just dive into it so what was your initial reaction to just just first off you watch and you sit back and you have that horrified face and you're thinking what (laughs) yeah I just kind of initially I just kind of couldn't believe that these kind of songs were still being made because you know I feel like it, it felt just very um more like we were going back to like the 90s sort of versions of purity culture like it just felt very familiar in a way but like trying to put a more positive spin on purity culture which I didn't see as particularly positive but um yeah I was just really I was disappointed to see that this was what Matthew West chose to to release around Father's Day and it just felt like it was really feeding into a lot of really toxic ideas about like fatherhood and purity and like all kinds of stuff. It just, it really was upsetting. Yeah, absolutely. And Matthew West posted with it a caption saying that this is every dad's struggle. And I'm like, that's every dad's struggle. That's horrible that you think that this is every Christian dad's obstacle that they have to deal with it's constantly on their mind oh my daughter is wearing a crop top what do I do like that's that is horrible Mm -hmm. and like I've seen different observations of people who you know there's all these 
these men when we when we start talking about women being objectified or different things like that you know men love to chime in with the not all men type you know logic <laughs> oh. you know, not all men not all men are like that right but then in situations like this Matthew West is basically asserting that all men would look upon his daughters and oh. objectify them like you can't have it both ways like it either is not all men or is all men like I personally don't believe it's all men but it mm-hmm. seems like mm-hmm. he believes that what a know? good point you know I actually grew up someone someone told me like yeah like every guy wants to have sex with you and I'm like that's disgusting for one and no <laughs> that is not true mm-hmm. for me I grew up loving Matthew West. I was a big fan of his. Me too. And I was, to be honest, really jarred watching it because this is someone who I grew up loving and admiring and listening to a lot and hearing him use his platform to basically preach these ideas. And he he says it's a joke, you know, but still believes it. Mm-hmm. he's mocking purity culture, but he's also supporting it. And you just can't do both. No, exactly. I mean, he, he said it was supposed to be lighthearted, but he comes from a religious tradition that seeks to, you know, control women and including what they wear and how they talk and how they live their lives. And, you know, he might've thought it was his little, like, inside joke with like other dads about like secretly how they seek to control their daughters and their wives but of course it's Mm -hmm. not a joke it's the reality of millions of people so no it's not a joke and you know jokes are supposed to be funny so no it's it's definitely not a joke yeah and I definitely know it's not a joke because tragically I know that if my 13 year old self saw that I'd be like yeah yes that is how Christian girls supposed to be we're supposed to you know if, if you wear a crop top then you're a hoe like sorry just mm-hmm. you can't wear yoga pants just don't I I was very very I I listened to everything I was told and I very much lived in the box when I was in high school so Same. I personally <laughs> I I was also homeschooled so I have like just I I was very much in the box for sure and would have listened to every single one of these lines and be like, yes, this is the gospel truth. And Mm -hmm. literally, I think it is wrong at the very first line when he says, dear daughter, it's me, your father. I'm like, yeah, this is not a conversation for a dad to have with his daughter. If anyone's Mm -hmm. going to be talking with her, it should be the mom because the woman will know (laughs) women's problems. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, if there was ever a conversation to be had, it should not be the man. Yeah, and I just think, like, there's immediately, like, a a possessiveness that is sort of coming across. It just, you're right, just from the very first line, it's (laughs) already, like, my, you know, red flags are going off, for sure. Yeah, it's just... Anyway, so we can go more into the specific lines. So he starts out, dear daughter, it's me, your father. I think it's time we had a talk. The boys are coming around because you're beautiful 
and it's all your mother's fault. What? Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know, supposed to be somehow a compliment for his wife. Like that's the tone that he thinks it's like saying something nice about his wife. But <laughs> like, just again, like I've, I've talked about this with people recently, just how in Christianity so often even problems that, you know, originate with men or like our men's problems somehow get shifted to women and women are scapegoats for so many issues in the church that have nothing to do with them. And yeah, just like the whole overall tone of it, just trying to like in a backhanded way, sort of like put something on the, the wife is really weird to me. And it's to me where he's not only objectifying his daughters, but he's objectifying his wife. I see a lot of pastors who will just boast about how wonderful their wife is, how gorgeous and sexy his wife is, and how amazing his sex life is because they waited until marriage and all of that. Mm-hmm. The woman, it's almost like part of her duty is to be this beautiful <laughs> wife or her husband and I don't know if you see that in the song but that line just hit me off yeah and it's like when I first watched the video I was really bothered by the way it seems like his wife and his daughters in the video are pretty much props they're like pretty much props there for the video Mm -hmm. And that part really bothered me. I'm like, I just really didn't like the way he used them. Honestly, Mm-mm. he used them. And it was like, really, that was the initial, my initial gut reaction is like, just the way that he used his, you know, his wife and daughters in the video really upset me. And yeah, I think that's part of it. Like what you're saying, just his wife is like a pretty thing you know and like his daughters are like other pretty things that he you know and he owns all of them and like they you know have to answer to him like it it's it's really upsetting yeah so the next set of lyrics is and I've been trying hard to raise you up right no drinking no smoking no swearing a lot of no's (laughs) because you know that's christianity just a bunch of rules don't do this don't do that (laughs) right exactly but your old man's got a little more advice when it comes to clothes that you're wearing listen (sighs) yeah actually that's that's about it all the nose yeah i mean just again the possessiveness i think people all the time want to say that like they let their kids choose. They give their kids like the choice to do whatever they want. And, you know, they don't force anything on their kids or whatever. Um, but it, I mean, that's not reality. And even mm. I, I think like, I mean, so many people are talking about this video. So I've seen like, so mm-hmm. and like so many people are getting different things out of it. And so I think it's really interesting to hear like all these different perspectives on it. Like um, Grace Baldridge 
I don't know if you saw her video where she was singing it in like a minor key. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. She's just great. like oh, it was so good. But um just showing like, you know, when you take away this veneer, I think she was calling it like a veneer of comedy, like it's Mm-hmm. You can see it for what it is. He's singing it like really upbeat, making it sound really fun. But talking about the way that you control your children's behavior is not like funny or cute in any way. It's creepy. That's what she calls yeah. it. I'm pretty sure she answered mm-hmm. like, no, it's all cute. It, it's actually creepy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it is controlling. And you mentioned something of where like, how much is it really the kids' decisions on these things? This might be a bit off topic, but like it makes me think mm-hmm. of purity rings. I got one when I was 13. And with with my Christian education, I didn't understand what that decision really was. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Certainly yep. not. Yeah, absolutely. I had no idea. Yeah. So now he goes into the chorus, which is modest is hottest, the latest fashion trend is a little more Amish, a little less Kardashian. The rhyme really hurts for me there. Mm-hmm. What, what the boys really want is a turtleneck and a sensible pair of slacks. Honey, modest is hottest. Sincerely, your dad. Anything? Yeah. Like there's, there's, I think <laughs> it gets to the point where there's so much. It's almost like, do we, what do we even say? The way that he is kind of like, basically trying to put down the Kardashians and in order to like tell his daughters what they shouldn't be like what they shouldn't become they shouldn't try to you know emulate these other women like those women are bad that's the that's the you know dichotomy Mm -hmm. he's trying to set up is like these women over there who wear whatever they want they're bad and you know y'all you shouldn't want to be like them And of course, you know, you can look at his Instagram and know that his daughters don't wear turtlenecks and slacks. That's not the point. I think people were getting hung up on like, you know, well, his daughters don't wear turtlenecks and slacks. Like, we know that. We know that's not what they Mm -hmm. wear. Mm -hmm. But that's not actually the point. Like, the point is the control Mm -hmm. and like getting into his daughter's heads that like he has, you know, control over them in the way that they dress and that if he doesn't want you know if if they don't want to end up like these other women who he probably talks bad about (laughs) then they need to do what he says yeah and so part of why I hate that he bashes the Kardashians in his course and let me be honest it's not like I'm a Kardashian fan (laughs) But for this Christian artist on a public platform to criticize the Kardashians and later Cardi B, and the Cardi B line is even worse, Mm -hmm. it it just intensifies the Christian elitism. And what I see a lot of is (laughs) um, Christians being like, we're the good guys. And then you've got all the lost sinners out in the world. And this just seems to intensify it. I'm going to jump in here. In his bridge, he's saying that they're praying that the Lord make daughters more like Jesus and less like Cardi B. And he says, 
No offense to Cardi B. I'm sure she's a really nice girl and Jesus loves her. But I just think, and it goes back into the chorus again. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the worst lines of the entire song. You should Mm -hmm. never have Jesus loves you, but. Personally, that just, it just seems to me to continue to make division among Christians and non-Christians. And, you know, I'm not a Christian and I don't really, you know, whatever, like however people want to like practice their faith. But if I, I do like Cardi B's music and I've, you know, followed her (laughs) on Instagram for a long time. And she talks about God more than almost any other celebrity that I see. Mm. She actually is a Christian. Like, that's what I don't understand. It's like, I didn't even know that. Oh my gosh. That's awful. (laughs) I mean, that's great. Like like, that's awful that he's like mocking her in that way. Oh yeah. So I'm just like, he's just so lost in the, you know, certainty that comes along with like, just thinking that what he says is right. And his word goes and everything. He's so lost in that, that he doesn't realize like, how harmful he's being you know calling certain people out by name and trying to like shame them I mean when he doesn't even he doesn't know anything about these people I don't know and just like basically painting Cardi B is like nothing more than like a he calls her a girl I'm pretty sure yeah he um, does. Who, who wears things that he doesn't like I mean Cardi B is a woman she's a mother she's a wife she's a business person she's you know not a girl (laughs) he's like putting cardi b and his daughters on the same level that's that's not disgusting that's so it's gross (laughs) yeah oh like if i disagree with you and don't like what you're wearing it's like you're a child Mm -hmm. but i mean purity culture really it infantilizes people in a lot of ways and i think that's very evident in this song like you Mm -hmm. said you know women never really get to be women who are seen on like an equal footing they're always looked down on and always treated as you know weaker less smart less capable and less capable of making their own decisions it's really just a lot of layers to all this wow i am really glad that you mentioned that because I didn't even know about that whole angle. So, oh, I just makes me even more upset. I know. Oh, my gosh. And so, so many people keep saying it's joking, saying it's just a joke. (laughs) Stop being so sensitive. And and I want to refer to this verse where he says, if I catch you doing dances on TikTok and a crop top, so help me God, you'll be grounded till the world stops. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. He literally says in his song, he's like, yeah, I'm kidding, but I'm really not. And exactly. I'm like, yeah. Like you might be kidding with how extreme it is with the turtleneck and the slacks all the time, but the actual principles and the messages, you're not kidding about those. Yeah. And like, I just, this is a little bit diverting from that verse in particular, but 
on, I think it was Sunday evening, Matthew West reposted from his oldest daughter's Instagram account. He reposted like videos that she had made and tagged him in and brought them over to his stories for his like however many hundreds of thousands of followers. But his daughter's just basically like trying to defend him and like the same sort of things he's been saying that it's a joke and you know that their parents don't make them wear slacks and turtlenecks. And it's like, okay, like we know that. Like Mm -hmm. we know that your parents don't make you do that. But I just found it so inappropriate that he would move that, like, even if his daughter intended to defend him, because I'm not going to, like, I don't want to take any agency that she possibly does have away from her. Like, I'm not going to say that she didn't want to say that because she probably did. Because if I was in her position, I probably would have wanted to defend my dad. Agreed. Agreed. So... I just thought it was so inappropriate that he would insert his daughter into criticism that he is receiving that mm. has nothing to do with her. I just thought it was so, so gross and so inappropriate for him to mm-hmm. put his like teenage daughter in the middle of all of this. Because at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with them. Nothing. It, it's all about him and the lyrics that he wrote and whatever lack of PR he had to get this thing made. (laughs) (laughs) And that, yeah, like the way that he used them during the video and then like in the aftermath, trying to like clean up when people were not happy Mm -hmm. about it, like the way that he used them really bothered me so much. Like I just see, I don't know. It just, it sets up a really weird dynamic that makes me really uncomfortable. Mhm. Mhm. Hearing the ideologies that I grew up with hearing that were so toxic to me, I just heard like, "Oh, no." Just like what you were saying at the beginning. Oh my gosh, that these ideas are still being taught because they, they mm-hmm. are so familiar to our generation because we did grow up hearing them, but to hear it so blatant in our face and still going, it is there is a special type of hurt to be honest, you know? Mhm. Yeah. And just, you know, I know there's different, different types of purity culture, depending on what church Mm -hmm. you went to, like where you are from, you know, like how your family taught you. But like, I feel like most of purity culture has this veneer of like, this is, you know, because we care about you, we're teaching you these things because we like, you know, this is what God wants. Like, it's not it sometimes doesn't sound as bad as it actually is. (laughs) So I think that's Mm -hmm. what like people are not really understanding is like purity culture doesn't always look like, you know, girls getting yelled at and told that they're sluts for wearing certain things. Sometimes it just looks like the very persistent, you know, reminders that what you put on your body, like, it equals your worth. And I personally think that like the more, um, you know, covert sort of approach is sometimes worse because it's like, you're not saying the thing, but it's like that expectation is very much present mm-hmm. and it's, it gets really deep into like how you perceive yourself and your place in the world. And 
sometimes I just wish people would like come out and say what they actually mean and not put this like sugar coat of like care and concern over it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or it makes me think of one of his verses saying how all the parents are praying that their daughters be wearing more layers and the moms and dads are on their knees praying, you know, make them more like Jesus, less like Cardi B. And so just the idea of, you know, the parents praying for their daughters to be modest young Christian women for a lot of parents, maybe that will sound like a good thing. Okay. But the, but the critique is that why aren't you praying that your sons be respectful? Why aren't you praying that these girls aren't in situations where there are males out there lusting after them because they happen to be wearing a crop top. Like, (laughs) and like, I know this is a very non-unique critique. (laughs) I know that many people have made this point before, but I also feel like I can't talk about the song without mentioning that part. So (laughs) no, totally. And like, I, like I said, you know, I really don't like, I'm not a Christian. I don't like read the Bible or anything like that. But sometimes I feel like it's interesting to like pull out certain verses of the Bible that Mm -hmm. very specifically address certain things that Christians are being like hypocritical about. Mm -hmm. And I made this post today about like (laughs) gouging out your eyes. Like, and this girl, I, and so I made that post and then like on TikTok, like right before this, there was this girl who was just like, it's just a joke. And like, women should dress modestly anyway. It's just interesting. Like I said, it's always women who have to like clean up the messes of men. Even in Christian circles, lust is pretty much exclusively treated as a, a men's problem. Although, you know, women have sexual desires just like men do, which I would, I would call lust pretty much just like attraction or desire, you know. But it's like, Lust is treated as like a men's problem, but it's all, it's ultimately like a woman's job to like fix it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which also makes it, it's not only problematic because it's putting the responsibility on women to protect men from sinning, but it's also problematic because it tells women that they're not supposed to struggle with sexual desire or, mm-hmm. or lust or whatever term the person wants to use. Then if they do, they just feel like they're a crazy person because that's not what women are supposed to experience. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. Yeah. 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 So just a very problematic song overall, honestly. And I think it's just, I know a lot of people right now are critiquing it. And I really hope that Matthew West listens to some of those voices I, I hope he does. I don't know if he will, but I, it would be yeah. great if he listened to it and started really maybe reading some books on the topic and being like, huh, I wonder what if PRD culture is a real thing that I shouldn't be taking so lightly and making fun of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's like realizing definitely that he hit a nerve and I don't know if he's like taking anything seriously or like taking any of the criticism in, but Like as of Tuesday, I think it was, he pulled that song off of TikTok. Nobody could use it. Oh, I didn't know that. That was interesting because like I went to go like, you know, use that song Mm -hmm. and like it was not available anymore. (laughs) 
Oh, I know it's still on YouTube as of today. And today is Thursday, June 24th. Anyone who is curious to catch on to the timeline. But interesting. I didn't didn't know he took it off TikTok. Very mm-hmm. dicey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was probably tired of his song getting like destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like... I'm kind of surprised he didn't see this coming. Like you can't I know. suddenly get controversial and then not expect feedback of any kind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's not like modest is hottest is like a new phrase. Like that's a phrase that's been around for a really long time. And so obviously there's mm-hmm. a lot like built into it and like a lot. I mean, people are going to have a a lot of reactions and ideas about that. Yeah, he had to see it coming. But you know what? He's been in the headlines more than he probably has in years. So, Uh, (laughs) yeah. And I think I'm an optimist. And I also, I do still identify as a Christian, just more of a liberal Christian. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Definitely not evangelicals. I once was, but, and so I think I like to have hope that Mm -hmm. Christians will listen, that churches will listen and that artists like Matthew West would actually pay attention and realize what's happening. And so I think that's why this song was partially so shocking to me because we've had the Me Too movement. We've had the Church Too movement. We've had huge conversations and discussions and many books coming out dismantling purity culture and talking about how harmful it was. So it's not Mm -hmm. a lack of access or lack of resources. It's not like this is a tiny movement. This has been coming out and in the conversation for a long time. And so that's Mm -hmm. why I hold Matthew S to an extremely high standard and expect him to try something to fix this. Uh, That's, that's my hope for sure. Will he? Yeah. (laughs) You know, for people who grew up in purity culture and being told what to wear and everything like that, like, this is our time now. Wear the crop top, wear the bikini, wear whatever you want. Just, (laughs) yeah. Oh, that's a great point. Um, that. One of my favorite comments back to me, someone had messaged me on Instagram in response to one of my stories. And she was like, I just want to go out and wear every single item of clothing that he scratched out. Because in in the music video, he has a piece of paper Mm -hmm. and scratches out crop tops, scratches out fishnet circles, mom jeans, et cetera. And I feel so empowered to go wear everything he just scratched out and be like, yeah. No, (laughs) no, we can wear these clothes and we can be empowered and we can make our own decisions and not be responsible for men's sexual thoughts. That sounds great to me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Thank you for listening today. If you have any questions or would like to dialogue with me, you may join me in my community on Instagram at Haley the Scientist. That's Haley spelled H-A-L-E-Y. Thank you again and have a divinely modern day.